this is my chosen son. Listen to him. You all know I have a, uh, my dog, Bella, who's German Shepherd. Um, she's now four years old, but I got her when she was just four months old. And I remember back when I got her first, and the first couple of months, I, I'd forgotten how much energy a puppy dog has, and it was driving me crazy. Like she, was, she saw every animal and every person and every child as somebody to play with. So she, and she was just like running everywhere. It was like, oh. So anyway, I asked uh, my friend who's a German Shepherd trainer, who she's helped rescue over 250 German Shepherd dogs. So she knows what she's talking about. So um, she said, let me just observe what you do. So we, we did that, and we went for a walk, and we walked around the office, and, and then she sat me down. She says, well, I said, uh, so? Well, it's clear what the problem is. She said, you're not listening to her. <laughs> I'm going, I'm not listening to her? She goes, yeah, she's, she's, she's talking to you all the time. You're just not listening. And like, I'm in my head, I'm thinking, she does know that it's a dog, right? And then, so I said, um, talking in what way? Like, I'm not really sure what you mean. She says, well, you know, she's not talking in human words, but she's communicating all the time with you. You're just not listening to her. And so I said, all right, okay, I may miss missing something here, but like, I'm not really sure what you're talking about. So she went on to explain to me canine body language and how a, a dog, and especially German Shepherds, are super communicative. And uh, like their ears are one thing, like just go ears up, ears down, ears forward, ears back. There's all sorts of things going on. And then their posture, uh, the, uh, especially German Shepherd. I mean, she goes on and she's, oh, she's talking to you all the time. You're just not listening. And so, uh, so she told me all the signals and all things, and then she gave me a big old book this big with canine body language. It was about, that's the name of the book, canine body language. It was fascinating. Sure enough, Bella was communicating like crazy to me all the time. So, I mean, just a couple of tips if you don't know. When you come in, like your dog gives you a stretch like this, stretch out like that. That's a love, you, love me stretch. That's, she's loving you. Say, I love you. Welcome home. Um, and then the ears up are inquisitive. Ears forward are super inquisitive. Ears back is playful. Now, German shepherds have ears that you know, can telegraph for tomorrow. But anyway, the point was that she was communicating, but I didn't know how to listen to her. I sometimes, like, I, I sometimes feel like when I um, tell you we need to listen to God, you have that same look in your face as I do when, when, when that dog trainer told me about listening to God. God is communicating all the time. We're just not really good at listening. And I get it. Like In the same way, there's a canine by language. There's divine language, too. And the question is, have we learned, have we spent enough time to even study just that part of where we are listening to God or expecting God to communicate? Like, if I'm not expecting Bella to communicate, then I'm not going to listen to her. But sure enough, she's communicating like before she, sees, before she goes running after a squirrel, she's telling me, can I go look after a squirrel? Because <laughs> she's like that. I mean, you, you get it after a while. It's pretty, pretty evident. So what is God's language to us? How does God communicate to us? How do we listen? 
Well, I think God's first Bible, if you would, is creation. I mean, if you just look out at all creation, it is screaming to us about God's way in our world. I mean, from the beauty of the creation to, to the silence in nature, to when um, nature is hurting, screaming in sorrow with how much we are polluting the good earth. I, I think creation is one way in which we can always look to how God is speaking to us. Uh, today, we, we know it's the, the written word is the primary way in which God has spoken to us, and that's what we hear in this first reading, this covenant uh, God will come in the, the word, spoken the commandments and the prophets, the Torah and the prophets. But in the most special way, God came to us in Christ Jesus, and he asked us to listen to him. What, what did Jesus say? Jesus said many profound things, but fundamentally, he ended up saying to us that I will put my spirit within you, and you will be able to listen to me inside of you. But it requires of us to slow down and to listen and to hear that quiet, still voice in our heart. There are other ways that Jesus pointed out to us that to listen, and, and, and he showed it so that we could understand what, what he meant. Uh, the poor and the, franchise and the disenfranchised, uh, the widows and the orphans, the children. He said, listen to them, and my spirit will be there. I will speak to them. I mean, how could you not look at the television these days and see the Ukrainian women and children fleeing their country for refuge in the neighborhood, over two and a half million, and not hear God screaming to us. I, I mean, it would, those faces say it all. That, that, the number of immigrants who come from the south that, that are looking for a better place, the, the homeless person, the child who, who's looking for attention. We just need to listen to Christ in the poor, in the children's, those most in need, and yes, within our own hearts. God tells us through this transfiguration today that he wants us to listen to his chosen son. So today, let us find some stillness somewhere and, and slow down enough to study the language of God in nature, in the Word of God, most especially in the poor and the broken, the wounded, and then of all else within our own heart. This is my chosen son. Listen to him.